This is Dungeon Not Included, the actual play podcast for the adventurous listener. You are listening to our game of Vampire the Masquerade from White Wolf Publishing. Frank is your storyteller. Alex plays Meriwether Quackenbush. Brennan plays Lex Deluxe. And Red plays Charlie Clark. Our theme music is by Seamus Ronan. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dungeon Not Included with video. I'm Frank. I'm storytelling because of a bad decision I made a couple of weeks ago. And I'm going to pull in our uh, our esteemed guests and co-podcast hosts one at a time. Brennan, how are you? Good. Doing well. Alex and Red. Hey. Uh, how are all of you? I don't just care about Red. <laughs> <laughs> um, Go for it, uh, Red. I was just gonna say I am swamped with uh, university schoolwork, <laughs> so not the best I've this, ever been. But this is the part of the podcast we talk at least twenty minutes about what games we're playing that are on other yeah. things and our coursework. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm currently balancing report cards for my middle schoolers and playing Medium on uh, Xbox, which is pretty awesome. If you guys are looking for a good like uh, uh, supernatural thriller horror game it's about uh it's got a cool split screen mechanic where you go in between two worlds so like you're all of a sudden controlling like two people simultaneously one in like the real world and one in the nether so like clues might be in one side of the world and then it helps you unlock stuff on the other i don't know it's pretty fun pretty neat yeah we should be playing that link it (laughs) yeah please (laughs) i'd love that (laughs) oh yes so i guess we should catch everyone up because it's probably been um close to a week maybe a little over a week for those of you listening to the podcast that uh uh you know you may not have heard we finished our arc of bulldogs uh, at least the you know the current arc of bulldogs and we did that a couple of weeks ago with a big long epic guest spot where um graucom met his tragic end <laughs> what? Again? <laughs> <laughs> Did I miss something? <laughs> In that he is hanging out with Sticky. And- <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys do an episode without me and just like wrote me off in the background? No, the tragic we end. We promised we wouldn't tell Alex. To to <laughs> Galactic center point. I don't know. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, we we've reached the end of that story. We'll probably go back to it at some point. But we decided on uh in a very very classically dumb way to play uh world of darkness specifically vampire specifically vampire second edition this is oh god 1991's vampire second edition right here that's right the book that they didn't even think was done they were like no we gotta do a revised second edition nope we're doing second edition um Let's talk a little bit about why we did Vampire. Uh, I think nostalgia is my major reason. I have so many World of Darkness books, and I have no reason. I've no, like I don't want to throw them out. I like them, but I just yeah. don't play it ever. And I truly just enjoyed the game because it was a very specific moment in my life. Uh, did either any of you ever play this game? I've played one, two part uh campaign it was it was like a one shot that turned into a two shot uh and it was very fun uh though i could not just like uh when we played bulldogs uh i'm going to only probably actually understand how the system works on the last show that we do for (laughs) oh yeah yeah. i finally i finally understood how to play bulldogs and then we ended the campaign which is 
perfect. Uh, <laughs> I would say that we ended the campaign because you that's, that's right. Right. Like, oh, I <laughs> anytime, anytime Alex figures things out, we gotta cut it quick. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, I played the hell out of this game back in the early nineties. Uh, my then girlfriend, now wife, was really into vampires and also role playing, and so I saw this little book on the shelf, and I was like, Done. "This is a surefire way to get her to spend more time with me." <laughs> That clearly worked. I, I love worked. that you can like you can literally tie your marriage to this game. Like there is a <laughs> um, good or bad, I guess. I was born at the end of the nineties, so uh, I was not in the height of the <laughs> vampire craze, uh, and I've never played it. But I, I do think monsters are hot, so it's definitely up my alley. Um, and if you've never read Carmilla, go read it right now. It's a novella. It's like 150 pages long. Very good. First lesbian vampire. Well, don't do it right now. I'm just wait. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to leave. You have to. Go do it. Uh, uh, my computer is lagging trying to open up Roll20 because as a good storyteller, I have not opened up any of my tools. Uh, and I'm not even <laughs> sure if I set it up correctly where you can all see the same screens I can. So I may be doing a lot of this through uh, interpretive dance. We'll find out. <laughs> we'll play to find out. Um, I do have one thing to share before we begin. I was going to save this as a commercial break, but since I'm still uh, stalling for time, uh, I want to give you a little hint of the amazingness that was 90s World of Darkness, specifically uh, the vampire role-playing role game, because, you know, World of Darkness had a lot of different supplements, but I think by far the most popular was vampire, and I can prove it by showing you, hopefully, this clip. I can't tell when we're back. There we go. So, I've that was way. on television. Yes, it was. It was a TV show. It ran for one season. Oh. The, there was a Vampire the Masquerade television show? Yes, there was. Called Kindred the Embrace. Oh, where, See, where had this be streamed the immediately? The movie with Wayans, with a Wayans. Uh, there was a, a film version of World of Darkness product. Um, I've never seen a single episode of that show, but I'm it looks for it like right if now. oh, it's I think it's it on looks YouTube. Like if what we do in the shadows was like played straight, <laughs> yeah, that's really yeah, it. That's, honest, that's what it was like. 
And honestly, if I if I had more faith in our comedic timing, I'd be like, let's do what we do in Shadows of Vampire. But uh, we'll see what happens. I'm not sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about our characters, uh, introduce them, and then actually before oh, we... Oh, it's, for the record, it is all on YouTube, and now this is very my life. quality. Oh, yeah. Which, uh, um, it's been, it got posted... Uh, a year ago, almost January twenty first, twenty twenty, and it has less than five thousand views. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited to join that number. <laughs> well, our main fans are now going to go and swamp that. Uh... Oh yeah, <laughs> well, of course. Uh, here's the very weird thing: is that uh, since announcing this, which was purely just a random, like I I moved two years ago, and I'm opening up boxes and finding role playing books. Uh, uh, everyone's been showering me with like links and and like recently written like vampires just going through its fifth edition right now yeah it's it's getting a resurgence and it's we have not planned that and we are not going to capitalize on it what i would like to do is have everyone introduce their characters and then uh maybe we're going to come up with uh connections between the three player characters because it's going to just make it a lot easier for us to have reasons why you're interacting at the start um so anybody want to do go first and describe their character and what their deal is should go yeah. oldest to youngest yeah so yes I'm the youngest player, but I'm the oldest character. Uh, so I am playing Charlie Clark, who um, she was a cowboy in the late 1800s who got bitten. I don't know what the terminology is here. Embraced. Embraced, of course, because we can't, we have to be drama queens about this. Vile, uh, embraced, embraced. It's ridiculous. Uh, and if you say otherwise, you are lying. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> she, she was embraced uh, and. Uh, used her vampire powers to build up a reputation as the uh the toughest uh and fastest sharpshooter west of the mississippi love it i love it all right uh and when everybody introduces their character we'll we'll think about how we connect together uh who's next in age i, I actually don't know whether Meriwether or lex is older i'm gen 13 that's all i know well, yeah, but when were you uh, embraced? Uh, three days after you, so you can go first. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was embraced in the, let's see, it would be the early 80s. So, oh, oh, no, then I'm way, I feel like I'm older than that. Okay. How long is a generation? A, a generation? Because they like forever. So good, like... Because it's generation is how close you are to allegedly the first okay. vampire. Uh, so it, it like, so like I could create, I could create, if I like really talk to people, I could create like seven generations in a week, right? Like, because I could be like, I'm going to bite you. And then tomorrow you're going to bite the next guy. And then you're going to bite the next guy and just keep. So, like, a generation could theoretically be hundreds of years difference between people. Yes. So long. Yeah, it okay. could be. Um, 
I'm going to say my character has been around. I want to say he's been around since the Victorian era, and uh, and in, in the art scene for a while. In that, uh, not that he has any of the. I am not putting on any sort of accent uh, to <laughs> corroborate that at all. Uh, <laughs> There's uh, almost going to be a no accent rule. It'll happen yeah. accidentally, but I already yeah. know some of the NPCs. I'm like, I hope I don't do an accent. Yeah, I really hope I don't. <laughs> so do basically, it. what you're saying is that Charlie and uh, Meriwether were contemporaries. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Actually, I I think it would actually be pretty cool if we actually knew each other from back then. Just my generations were faster in their birth i i don't know how you'd put sure. that they're embraced they're embraced they're embraced <laughs> more often i don't know <laughs> uh yeah. But yeah so uh he's worked his way through the art scene to become basically a uh art dealer slash fence slash uh he works to curate a lot of the mini museums that you find in a lot of um the casino hotels uh his company I'm going to call, I'm going to say it's going to be Shadowbox Studios. I think sounds pretty good. Uh, my first instinct was Nos for Art 2, but I figured that <laughs> might be a little. I thought I'd get an eye roll. Like, no. so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> considering, considering I originally wanted us to be at a vampire themed casino, I felt, and I got shut down pretty quick on that <laughs> i uh <laughs> i figured not for arts too wasn't gonna work but yeah shadow box shadow box incorporated how's that okay That's nice very company. nice all right oh and i'm a door right do we should they should probably know that oh yeah oh, a right. clan that um, your vampire is. i'm a bruja that's right yeah toriador be rooting all right be finally shooting. lex but by uh, god lex be lex. shooting yeah <laughs> Lex Deluxe was a glam rocker in the early 80s. Uh, so, you know, like uh, Velvet Goldmine style. Uh, uh, music and uh, flashy clothes and lots of drugs, which blew his mind out. And he has be become a Malkavian vampire uh, and continues to tour the uh, 90s Vegas party circuit and likes to feed on people who are also high. So that's awesome. Love it. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> All right. Great care. Well, before we do um, uh, our like bonds effectively or connecting our characters together uh, because of the way this is set up, we don't actually know who left this comment for us. Well, <laughs> uh, I think if you're in the non-pro fan club Facebook group, you have to hit StreamYard, give permissions to it. Uh, but if you go over to Twitch, you probably don't have to do permissions. We'll just pop up your name if you have uh, color banter for us throughout the night. Anyways, let's talk about how our characters are connected. We kind of we know that you are temp temporally. What a douchey way of saying it. Temporally connected. <laughs> 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 All right, you're getting that in the real work. spirit of vampire. <laughs> He's embracing it. That's how you say you were around at the same it. time playing vampire. You say temporally connected. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyways, Christ. Meriwether and Charlie are uh, around the same time 
So uh, how long have you, maybe uh, we'll dial back just a bit and I'll do a little bit of background on Las Vegas, which is where we're playing Las Vegas in 1990. So you have a better idea of what the world is like. Um, uh, it was, in case you didn't know, Las Vegas was pretty much uh, uh, nothing for many, many decades uh, until around the 30s and 50s. 30s through the 50s where like casinos started getting built up it literally was uh popularized by the mafia and uh an attempt to build interesting things for people to visit out in the middle of nowhere where there's like a little bit of an oasis there's some prehistory that predates any of these characters that we don't really have to worry about too much but uh, around the 30s would probably be where most people uh, would go and for vampires especially this group of vampires you want there to be people around to feed on so you probably weren't really heavily invested here until around that time or just beforehand when the the railroad showed up uh what else is there there aren't many vampires in vegas uh it is it is sort of a punishment zone for the camarilla uh for those of you who don't know people who are watching Camarilla is the secret society of vampires that control everything. There are basically seven clans of vampires within the Camarilla, and their their rule is be chill. Keep the masquerade. Don't reveal the fact that there are vampires. Humans can kill us. Uh, the fact that the Las Vegas is kind of in the middle of nowhere, surrounded by desert, um, makes it a good place to put problematic vampires, to get them out of the way if you, call, if you don't want them to cause trouble. And that's basically what we're going to do, because it also makes it fun so that we could kind of fill in the higher echelons and ranks of vampire politic as we go along. You know the prince, he's been around for around the same time as Charlie and Meriwether has been. I could go into a little of the details for him if you need it. He's a douche, he's a venture. Um, nobody likes him. And there are very few other leading clan members that like control the politics of this city. It's just keep it low profile don't kill too many people or not at all if you can and everything should be cool this is uh this is a tourist town people come and go all the time uh and there is a deep seedy underground of organized crime and all that other theft but most of that has come to an end like around 10 years ago uh, the 60s was the heyday 60s and 70s were the heyday uh for vegas it's kind of gotten downhill a little bit in the 80s and now it's the 90s and it just sort of tepid Hotels are still going up. Humans still visit, but it's nowhere near as cool as it was uh, back when Goodfellas was made uh, or was set. Not when it was made. That would be in the future. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. get a little bit of idea what the, the world has been like if you're spending a lot of time in Vegas. Uh, maybe we should go Charlie and Meriwether. What are your how, how do you know each other? What's your relationship? We don't really seem to run in the same circles. I'm more of a, like a you know, rough and tumble kind of kind of gal. All right, so I have an idea. Do you tell me what you think about this? Mm -hmm. So I try to rationalize to myself exactly why would you and I have met years ago when Vegas wasn't actually what it is until much later. And my thought is that. Um, Meriwether uh, had come to New England in the 1860s uh, and had gotten in on the uh, 
you know, the, the, the big architecture scene um, and museum scene that was starting to come up in New York, uh, Massachusetts, and so on, uh, but saw an unfulfilled place in the uh, use of the Transcontinental Railroad, right? The 1869, the, it was completed, uh, and there were tons of boom towns that were building up all around along the way. Eventually, one of them was going to be the next New York, at least in his mind. That's how he saw it. So I think that he packed up a bunch of his art, got on trains, and started making his way across trying to find what locations between here and California were going to be the next big one. And I think that along the way, he got stopped and ended up in the same town as Charlie, uh, either of his own accord or because this is a place where they punish people. We can decide that that later. <laughs> Maybe I got all the way to California and they were like, you know what? We're going to send you back a couple of pegs and uh, you know, you're going to hang out in Vegas. But I think that <laughs> We probably found each other through me being. Let's let's just for the fun of it. Let's say I got sent there. We can figure out why later. I'm being punished and sent there. And you and I, I tried to establish, you know, class and sophistication in an area that was very lawless. I think. All right. That sure. Works. Uh, what do you yeah. think, Charlie? Uh, I think that makes sense. Although I think the <laughs> we probably would have. But it heads quite a few times. Uh, if I would that were also, the case, I would probably guess that with me attempting to do that, and likely to, in order to accomplish that, having to like hobnob with anybody who would be in any sort of power, you may have very well just been the muscle for that power, uh, and at that time, uh, or you just ran in the same group as the muscle for that power. Yeah. Uh, so we probably tangentially met each other through. Be happy to be in the background while you're in a bar fight. <laughs> Probably of, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So um, we're going to try. Uh, this is not going to seem really clear, but uh, I'm going to read out to you when we add it. There was a, a description of the one, I think, four different NPCs that exist in the background. Um, okay. So far, nothing has stomped on anything that they exist. If you if if we come up with something that makes this more interesting, we could scrap any of the characters that already exist and replace them with something else from your backgrounds. But so far, it seems like it's working pretty well. Let's talk a little bit about Lex and how Lex connects with everyone. I think Lex and Meriwether connect pretty easily. Yeah, or at I least think, I, I I have think there's, there's definitely a social scene that that crosses over between Meriwether and Lex. Um, I'm picturing that I have... You probably have... You or your manager have probably paid me lots of money for all the stuff you have broken during your uh, benders and such at these fancy parties that I've been invited to like, oh, we're going to have it in this penthouse. Can you bring up this fancy art or statues and have this place decked out? And then you get there and just do your thing and things break. (laughs) It happens. Yeah. I I have an idea. Uh, I'd like the pitch, obviously, take it it or leave it. if Meriwether is doing some black market uh, art stuff, um, and if you do dabble with supernaturals, like other vampires are going to these black sure. market things, it makes sense. Or it, it to me seems like it would be cool to have Lex be almost like the in-house uh, music to those mm. events, right? Like okay, part of it is like come to this black market event, hobnob with some humans who have no idea who we are, turn up your auspics so you could see all the weird stuff that Lex and his people are making or the music that will, you know, really haunt you. 
kind of lean into that vampire melancholy I I want something different. Yeah. Oh, and I think actually what could be great is uh let's have it be uh, the you can and well yes yes and to yours and if anyone wants to continue please do my idea for that off of that is how about anytime a deal is going down it's always done at one of lex's shows and that's the only thing that's keeping him having any sort of deal shows after he's spun out like the only reason that you even have like day shows at all is because people need you to be the like people when they see the sign like the paper side up like this shitty bar as this shitty guy who's going to be strung out and trying to play music. That's the code for all the other supernatural need to go to that place in order to do Maybe deal. Meriwether thinks that, but I think yeah. Lex thinks the opposite. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, no, of course. I don't know if... Lex could have no idea that any of this is even true. He might just right. think that everyone loves going to his shows. Yeah. Well, what do you think, Brennan? <laughs> you, you does any of this uh, sound good to you? It sounds good. Yeah. Lex's shows are definitely weird. So, yeah, right. and how how aware of, much weirder since he died so yeah <laughs> uh, how aware of you are you of the black market scene going on at your shows uh probably way more aware than mary where thinks i am okay perfect that's great i can work with that that's great and that's a big fun thing to lean on with uh malkavians is the are we um are we insane or are we do we have like a heightened sense of awareness? And the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So for people who are listening to the podcast and people who can't squint and see this, I will get the right aspect ratio. I apologize for that, but I, I plan on reading it anyways for the podcast listeners. Let me add this to the, actually, you know what? Let me just um, make it full as full screen as I possibly can right now. <laughs> oh, one of the, the little guy at the bottom ruined a little surprise, but okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah <laughs> Prince of Las Vegas is uh, Archie Stewart. He's a venture. He's, he's often referred to as acting Prince of the region for whatever reason. Um, I, I, if you know a lot about vampire politics, if your character knows a lot about vampire politics, maybe you want to know, if not, play to find out. Uh, and he claims a long legacy hailing from the founding of the city in the late hundred eighteen hundreds. He claims he came in over for, with the, um, with the railroad originally. Uh, he is kind of like he, his accent floats from Southern gent to like West Virginian. Like it's weird. It's not quite right. And he definitely has some Victorian baggage. And for the two people who are his uh, temporal connection, uh, <laughs> he uh, definitely seems as if he he may have played both sides against each other in the Great War. And, and by that, I mean the Civil War. So not the Great War. So, yeah, that guy. He is served by the Goon Squad, which is really just their nickname, but nobody they don't have an official name. They are ghoul servants of the prince. It's very unusual for ghouls to be bossing around vampires, but there are so few vampires in this area, it just doesn't it just works. There's eyes, ears, and muscle. There are six of them, and they are basically interchangeable, as far as you could tell. Even if you're a human, even if you're a little bit more sympathetic to humans than most vampires are, these these guys are interchangeable. Note on what ghoul means. Yeah. The human blood, uh, you can turn them into your servant. We won't be weird about it as, or as uh, not weird as possible. Uh, but these guys are sort of like powered up human servants. They're uh, Reinfeld from Dracula. Okay. 
uh, the creep. This is a I, I purposely oh, that Bat Boy. <laughs> that is that is a skewed picture of Bat Boy. When anybody talks about the creep, they describe a a, a football headed like think think Hey Arnold football head with big <laughs> bat ears, uh, living in the sewer, smells like burnt hair. Uh, people assume <laughs> it's an Osferatu because it kind of fits, uh, but then eventually they give up and they say. He kind of looks like Bat Boy if you stretch him out a little bit. <laughs> uh, nobody really knows his its deal. Uh, people again assume it's a Nosferatu. It lives in the sewers, uh, and it may be the scourge for the prince, which is like the thing that kind of an enforcer for the prince. But it's all legend, and we don't know. Uh, there's also evidence of cannibalism of his own offspring. If you uh, you've heard rumors that piles of ash can be found outside sewers entrance. It's like he's making offspring and then killing them because he's not supposed to be making offspring. Uh, and then there are these two other vampires weary and wise is what they are uh, called, what they call themselves. One's a gangrel. One is Tremere. They're a quartery, a, 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 vamp, a vampire team. I don't know how else to describe it. Uh, uh, a quartery of two. They live at well outside Las Vegas itself, uh, rumored to lurk in the Gypsum Cave, which is about 15 miles away from Las Vegas proper. Uh, they are also relatively higher ranking and influential kind of vampires in that they have influence, but, um, you know, nobody really, nobody comes to like Vampire City Hall and does business in Las Vegas. You go there, you do what you have to do and you leave. So that's it. That's all the background we have uh, for our characters. I think we have a, a through line that connects the three of you together, and we've got like a half hour to play. So we want to... Right. <laughs> are, are we good to play? Can we do this? I'm, I'm yeah. good. Yeah. All right. So let's, do it. Uh, let's say Merryweather. Merryweather at some point um, during uh, the morning. What is your humanity? What is your character's humanity? Oh, okay, let me bring up my sheet here. Uh, where do I find that out? Uh, it's at the towards I, the bottom of your character sheet. Bottom of the character sheet. Merits, flaws, name. Hum oh, humanity. I'm at a five. Ooh, okay. So you are not bad for a vampire, but you are beginning to lose some of what makes you human. Uh, you don't act okay. completely human most of the time, and you have problems moving around and acting during the daylight. So you're going to get a full phone call during uh, morning hours. And uh, you've you've told most of your people not to call you during the day uh, to leave messages or what have you. And that you you work at night because it makes you more mysterious and because you're actually active. Do you want to take this call and work at a penalty with interacting with this person? Or do you want them to leave a message but have no opportunity to interact with them while they are leaving you this message oh no i'm gonna i'll take i'll take the phone call i mean it's that's you don't you don't get where he is by not making connections so let's do it all right so phone rings uh you know the number it's uh uh i'm sorry well susan smith she is a big shot uh, in that uh, she is a high, like she has a lot of money. She often does dip in. She's human and she does dip into the, uh, the black market sales that happen. Her brother-in-law is like chief of police in, uh, in, uh, in Las Vegas. So every once in a while, she's a good person to know. 
Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, she's calling you. Uh, he picks it up. Susie Q, how we doing, hon? Oh, darling, Matthew. I have the most exciting news. Uh, let's hear it. Vampires. What? Vampires. I want everything you can get your hands on regarding vampires. Just let's just say I have an in and I know they're going to be the hot topic this year. What you got like Anne Rice coming to visit or something like that? Do you got like a book That's, deal happening? That, these are the interesting questions. Does Anne Rice exist in a world where this game is based on fucking <laughs> yes? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. I think all vampire lore that we know of exists in this world. I think that <laughs> Bram Stoker wrote a great book that we are scared of. Uh, yes, and I, <laughs> uh, I think Kindred the Embraced, the show we don't know yet because it didn't come out until the mid nineties. Fingers crossed. Uh, (laughs) There is a game company called the Black Dog Game Company uh, that puts out a role-playing game that where you could play vampires and other ghoulish monsters. Oh, absolutely. Okay, yeah. yeah, And and Rice is in. The answer to the White Wolf. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, that is a true White Wolf thing. Black Dog. I I love that. Yes. Okay. Uh, Yes. Uh, And Rice, no. Actual vampires, real vampires living amongst us. I, I am vibrating with excitement. Let's just say before the news gets out, I would put on a show. We need to put on an entire show. Oh, I'm, I'm just, I'm so excited. I, I just can't. Oh, I'm sorry, honey. I called you so early. Are you, are you okay to talk? Oh, I'm always out here for you, Susie. Uh, yeah. So you want a vampire-themed party to go with your vampire news? All right. I'll uh, I'll start looking in. We got. We I can maybe I can get some of the uh, uh, old uh, ho- some of the old Hollywood stuff shipped in. We can get some of the original uh, Dracula set pieces. Get some coffins in here. We'll get the whole nine. Uh, oh, you know what? Let's get some stuff in from Transylvania. I'll see if I can get some art Brent brought in from there. Uh, wh- where, where, where are you thinking of having this? Uh, and frankly, if I'm going to be using international stuff too, uh, might need just need a little extra security. So maybe I need, maybe need to get in contact with your brother at some point. Oh, well, I, I'd rather he not know because, I mean, frankly, the reason why I'm so excited about this possibility is something he may have let loose uh and i probably should not have been telling you about it but uh just between the you you and i um in the next couple of days they're going to reveal (laughs) that there is an actual real life vampire stalking las vegas okay now give me a moment uh all right so have merryweather roll and mostly this is, a, I'll be honest, this is a way to try out the, the game mechanic. Sure. But uh, make a um, manipulate, well, yeah, I think manipulation uh, expression, or is there acting on this character sheet? There's so many different versions of this. Uh, okay, I want so you to lie. Off, how, do, works. how do I do these together? I don't remember how, remember, how we roll this. So remember, we went through this last time. If you pull, open up your character sheet and the very bottom there's a dice pool so yes you perfect I just, and you pick the ability i so think i'm doing manipulation and manipulation, i um uh subterfuge <laughs> i'm gonna see if you can win in your altered state are you uh able to hide your reaction to her news 100 percent done 
Uh, do I need any poll mod for this? Because you did say I was working at disadvantage. Yeah. So, so like I'm actually one. not sure if this is a plus. Well, we're going to make the not the pool mod, but the next one we're going to uh, make the difficulty eight, which is a little bit higher than it would be. So right now, though, I just roll it and I don't do anything for difficulty here. I'm no, you gonna... put an eight. Oh, eight. Okay. Yeah, there we go. So eight. Got it. Success. Oh, boom. Cool. I was really disappointed. One I thought success. the <laughs> Yeah, no, he's he Merryweather's keeping this together. I mean, he's dying a little on the inside, freaking out, but he's got he knows how to keep his composure. Uh, so, you, so yeah, totally, yeah, totally. Tell me how you how you rode through that encounter. Uh, so as she's saying all this, he's uh, backed his stuff immediately up to a desk, and he has a pen and paper out in one hand. He's writing down everything she's saying, uh, including all these little hints. And anytime he's talking where he's not interacting, he's just writing the word fuck over and over again. Like, fuck, 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 fuck. Like, oh, shit, 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 shit. Ah, and... Uh, <laughs> So he's just sitting there. He's like, oh, so your brother is in? Oh, your brother's in on the... Okay, so if this big reveal is going to happen, where do you want this to happen? We got to coordinate. I need help here. Give me, point me, point me in a direction. So she doesn't really have, like, she's sort of overwhelmed. So she's just going to, like, spit oh, out a bunch would, of nonsense about would where you like, Would whatever. you like me to come up with a place for oh, you? That would be wonderful. Thank you. Yes, you have such a style for this. You know what? Honestly... Honestly, I, I, I always thought you had a little bit of a vamp in you. What? <laughs> what? I, I know it. Like you were like born in the twenties. You know, you're an old soul. Oh well, I mean, I've I've read the books. I thought it's definitely a compliment. I got that great. Have you you see my skin? Got the great skin. Got the great hair. Yeah, I'll take it. I love that nightlife. mm Hmm. <laughs> Yes. So uh, we are. Um, yeah, the, the conversation pretty much wraps up any way you want it to wrap up. You got a, little, a decent amount of details, but really yeah. what you've determined is that uh, the her brother-in-law, the chief of police, let is connected. that there were actual vampires. Somebody is an actual vampire killing people in Las Vegas. Uh, yeah, so he says, uh, all right, sweetie, I'll get right on that. You don't worry about a thing. I'll call you once I have a venue. Uh, really quick, what's your time frame? When you be thinking about uh, this? And she gives you whatever you want her. Yeah. Uh, three a week. Like whatever. He... Yeah, yeah. Something One week. quick turnaround because she thinks like she got the inside scoop and she knows that vampire is going to be hit as soon as this uh, killer is going to be announced. All right. Uh, I will get you a venue ASAP. I will. We'll get a little some wiggle room on the date. You get more information. How about this? You get me some more information about what you think you need, hun. You find out as much as you can about this. You get back to me, and I will set you up a great vampire party. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. You later, and then he hangs up that phone and immediately starts like he vomits. Uh, <laughs> 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 oh shit! Oh shit! Uh, uh, blood vomit. Yeah, no. Uh, Delicious. Yeah, uh, can I think that he he's got to have a secretary uh, or or a, a a boy who helps run his company. So I think he just like hits the button and he's like, uh, "No more calls. 
for a while, and I'll come up with a name for this character later. Or, Frank, if you want to have fun with it and create my little dumb NPC here, you know what? Our, hey, people who are watching, if you want to name this page boy... <laughs> yeah, please very, do. Uh, give, yeah, give, me, give me a very fun... It might be Quackenbush. <laughs> Vote yeah. now on your phones! Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, so he, he just paid his interest really quick, like, uh, hold my calls, uh, and yeah, hold on, hold my calls, just <laughs> ends there, uh, and goes, and um, I think he opens his mini fridge and pulls out whatever he has in there to just start drinking. Uh, okay, really quick, in this universe, can they only drink blood, or can they consume other things as well? What if they, uh, they mix you know, I, I, the alcohol with blood? Yeah, okay? questions <laughs> in this game two ways. I'm going to answer uh, just for the the absurdity of it. From what I remember, in official White Wolf World of Darkness, and then as the actual storyteller here, uh, uh, what what we're going to go with? Um, I think somebody named the character Lucius again. It's, it's yeah, there we, there we go. That's Perfect. really good. Good yeah, job, yeah. Facebook so, user. Uh, Lucius <laughs> is. I think if you're on Twitch, we can actually show your name and profile. But thank you, Facebook user. Um, yeah. Perfect, Lucius. I got to make a note of that. Yes, uh, Lucius Ali. For those of you listening to the podcast, is what yeah. came up. Uh, so yes, the official answer is there are actual merits you can take uh, as in a merits and flaw system where you can pr- look like you're eating. Okay. You can, you can actually <laughs> feign eating. Yeah. So, and you'd have to regurgitate it later on because you can't actually eat anything. So, uh, there you go. Uh, I'm sure there's also supernatural alcohol or some sort of like mm-hmm. blood alcohol. You, you, like you, you want to get drunk. drunk? You go and you suck the blood of a drunk person. That's um, there you go. The, yeah. Okay, I actually really like those rules. I like the idea that like they can't digest because they don't have a system that See, allows that because they're dead. So like eating I food, feel like is just you collecting could... whatever's in there in your stomach for a yeah. while until you get rid of it. I think uh, you could process it. I just don't think you get any nutrients from it. Right? It's like uh, eating cardboard. Like there, there's no point. But it's if the cardboard was tasty. <laughs> uh, yes. So I'm. So to answer tasty my question, cardboard. I'm going. He is. He goes in and he just pulls out a, uh, just a whiskey. Pours it. Takes a shot back, and then. Uh, are we going with he immediately vomits it again because that's how this register doesn't work? He takes the yeah. shot, pukes it up, and then he has a spittoon. He just like that's then, such like, a corridor thing. It's just the aesthetic for you. You're like, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, no, no. He has, he's got, he's his whole place is filled with it, and he knows. I mean, he lived back when you still you know shared a drink with everyone. He he remembers what exhaustion and anxiety feels like. So, and then just does it. Yeah, he doesn't need it. He's not getting drunk off it. It's just habit. All right. Uh, so who uh, do you ca- contact? You said you were you were going to make some calls, I think. Oh, uh, so f- with Cass- I guess I'm going to call Charlie uh, here. Yeah, uh, I was figuring that, like, I'm definitely... Whenever you have these events, I probably am security because I am hard muscle Uh and I do that kind of thing and people know not to fuck with me. So uh, 
a good it would be a good idea to have somebody who could bash some heads. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm probably gonna give both these guys a call at different points, but let's uh, let's start with uh, Charlie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, do you have you? <laughs> where are you? <laughs> uh, I I think we in in planning phases we were thinking that we all worked for a casino. So my yeah. guess would be that the casino part of my deal is that I work partially for room and board so i have like a hotel room uh, sure uh and you probably know the number for it yeah no i guess my question is are you on the floor or not because it's since it's a casino you can be there at any time of day you're not gonna run into the sun mm-hmm. right that's part of the reason we picked this setting was oh, because that's actually a cool buildings. little a bit of flavor yeah. um mm-hmm. do you actually wait for the sun to go down to start calling people or are you trying um i think that he wants to get out ahead of this thing as quick as possible. Uh, My follow up so... is going to be like, whoever he calls, are you awake? <laughs> yeah. Oh, good uh, call. yeah. So I think Charlie prefers early mornings. Uh, she's used to that sort of wake up when the crow calls schedule. And she's never really awesome. given that up. So you so can't get that out of the cow. That's awesome. As a cowboy, all right, even though all right. so then, the so, sun, you're, you yeah. want to be up during, that's great. I love that. So as soon as it's during the day, uh, yeah. I think that, I think that he knows that you'd be working the floor of the casino. Mm-hmm. So he's going to go down and find your uh, table. Uh, and since it's daytime in Vegas, um, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make that choice. I'm going to go sit down at your table uh, and you can tell me if there's anybody else sitting there and how long you're going to keep them there <laughs> If now that I've sat across from you. Because, <laughs> you know, I don't just play. I don't yeah. gamble. <laughs> yeah. So, Meriwether well, has not um, gained all of his money by gambling. So he goes and sits at your <laughs> table, puts $500 down, and sends it across to you <laughs> for chips. Uh, she'll exchange his chips. There's, like, one person who, like, they've clearly been up all night. Like they're and they're terrible. Like they're playing awfully. Um, I think, I think she she takes shifts at different uh, tables. And since poker, you need more than one person. It's probably she's at the blackjack table right now. So they just they just keep hitting no matter what cards they get. Uh, Mary, Mary rather watches this and he just turns to her and says, uh, hey there, so I will give you $100 to stop. Just $100 chip uh, to stop playing. <laughs> I'll take it. And he puts it down. Red! <laughs> it's blackjack, sweetheart. <laughs> oh, where, where's the craps? Where, where the, where's the that, oh. wheel? Oh, to the roulette. right. Roulette is over there, that way, to the right. Here you go. Take your. He stumbles oh, and on the. He stumbles uh, on that way, and he is offered drinks by no less than three different wa- waiters or waitresses. Sure. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes. So the two of you are uh, alone, or about as alone as you're going to get at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's a development, uh, and I'm going to need a couple of things. Uh, the but. From you specifically, Charlie, I need, I'm going to need a muscle. Uh, So since that's your forte, 
I figure that wouldn't be that hard, right? I'll get you'll get good pay. It's a good night's work. Um, I'm also going to need. I'm working on a venue, and I'm going to need to probably get a hold of uh, somebody close to the prince, um, or maybe talk to somebody who's a little older. Uh, there's a small issue, and it's going to going to need to be resolved in a very nice, calm way, but it's probably going to come be better sounding coming from somebody who's a little further up the the historic temporal chain is our is our word there temporal chain um Every time so i'm going to either need i'm going to either need you or somebody of your time to accompany me when we make this um we taught make this little uh parlay with the prince I would just like to say that Red slash Charlie <laughs> exactly the face I expected Charlie to make. Like, like yeah. the... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Very cowboy face. Like, yeah. yeah. Perfect. This is great. Yeah. So would you be willing to... I mean, definitely need you muscle for that night, but also would you be willing to be my muscle when I go see the prince? I can be muscle, but you know I'm not much of a talker. Oh no, I I'll I'll talk. Don't we worry? That's my that's my piece. That's my thing. I'll talk. I'm just gonna need the gravitas that comes with your blood, with your generational bit. The fact that you're a little older, a little closer to the throne, might help me. What is going on? Why why are you so uh, it's, agitated? It's best left unsaid at the moment. You'll hear all about it when we see the prince, because there's no way around this. I'm gonna have to talk this through. Um <laughs> right now though, trust me, you're just, you're you're much happier not knowing exactly I, the nightmare we're in. I think what would uh, just a good moment, I'm just going to make this a suggestion. Yeah, go uh, for it. Because Meriwether is being so evasive, because I believe just loving all the spotlight, uh, this would yeah. be a good time for Lex to literally just wander in, if you wish, and say, What's going on? Because oh, we, would, we do want to get you on the floor of the casino. Yeah. Is this on the floor of the casino? Uh, it is, uh, but it is. We've established it's relatively early in the morning, and there aren't okay. that many people there. Yeah, I'm coming home right now. <laughs> to this uh, hotel. Do I? And so, who, here's the question: Do you catch sight of me, or do I catch sight of you? Because either way works. You'll definitely catch sight of me. Uh, I'm going to see you, and I'm uh, Lex. Lex, come over here, please. Here, Lex, uh, kind of wanders over. Lex is wearing a silk dressing gown looking thing over some leather pants, no shirt. Uh, take a seat over here. Uh, here, here's some, here's some chips. And he just throws a pile of, uh, he doesn't even look. He just puts them in front of oh. you. And Lex starts to play blackjack. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I, I was going to say, uh, Charlie's still happy to deal. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, this whole time, just, you know. <laughs> I'm doing 
I'm, I'm flipping cards. I'm not even looking. Yeah. Like, oh no, I lost. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, uh, Lex, when's your next show? Well, isn't that something that you would be telling me? Well, I didn't know if you had anything lined up already. Um, if not, we can. We'll we'll get you a show. We'll get you one. Um, I was just kind of hoping you already my gigs, So, okay. Uh, well, that solves that problem. Uh, you're going to be doing a show for us soon. Just you know, you're, I'm going to need you to uh, do another performance. Um, we're going to have another, you know, coffee clatch slash uh, battle of the bands type situation. We need you up there on stage, rocking and rolling, uh, while some, you know, some of our my business associates and I have a meeting. Is that okay with you? Pays good. Pays always good. It's true. It's true. Before this goes any further, what intarnation are you talking about? <laughs> There's going to be a party. No, uh, no, no, no. Not yeah. the party. You are cagier than a, a pig in a slaughterhouse. So tell me what is going on. Uh, I need... To facilitate a a celebration for a client who is ready to reveal some major news to the world. Um, think of it like the gravitas of like a baby shower, but like way bigger and more terrifying. Terrifying baby shower. I think I can work. Yeah. With yeah, that right? Like that means <laughs> absolutely nothing. And you know it. <laughs> what just be just be straight with me. What the hell is going on? We're throwing a vampire party. Nice. Oh what? Vampire themed party. For a client who believes that vampires are real and supposedly has proof. And you haven't already killed this person? I talked to them on the phone and I haven't gotten the ability to reach through and strangle anyone yet, though I have been trying. Um, That's wild, man. I could yeah. just. That's a third. I just power. need an. <laughs> <laughs> I just need the address. I can go kill him right now. They're a mover and shaker in the region, and their familial uh, contacts are are powerful, and not anything that we nor the prince would want to get too caught up in. I would think. Um, so. We have to approach this with more of a silk glove than a hammer. Uh, so rather than just sending, if, if I thought I just giving you a couple of bucks and having you put a bull in their head would solve this problem, you'd be out the door already. I'd have your shift covered, but uh, it's it's not going to be that simple. So what's the plan? Uh, we a are baby not... shower for vampires, weren't you? Yeah, 
yes. Baby shower for Fip. We're going to be revealing to the world. Uh, no, we're going. I have to at least for the sake of this client put on the airs that this is going to be happening. I need to have the setup, but we aren't going forward with anything until we've talked to some royalty. Um, I want to know what they want my play to be, but also I can't not run a business. So I agreed Which is probably a bad idea, but at this point, what can you do? I love so... role-playing later in life. <laughs> <laughs> there's definitely a point when there's a body, a body has been discovered. Let's go investigate. Becomes a <laughs> business. I am accustomed to a specific lifestyle, and I am not going to give that up. Unlifestyle. Yeah. All right. Uh, just quick roundtable on where we are all mentally. Uh, where's Charlie? Charlie. So here's the thing. Charlie's a very straightforward person. Ch Charlie just wants to kill the problem and make it go away. <laughs> that's what you do. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> like, uh. that's my whole thing. I kill people. And I make them go away. I like it. All right, Lex. I'm going to throw a baby shower for vampires that's going to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> Lex tuned out the entire part of, we're not really going to do this, but good. I like <laughs> Excellent. Uh, all right. And Meriwether, you have a lot to say. Uh, Meriwether is panicking in every way, shape, or form that they can panic. Uh, they have no idea where this is going, but, I mean. <laughs> yeah. Show your name or profile, Twitch we can. Uh, but yes, I agree. Very related. Uh yeah. For our podcast listeners, Facebook oh, user has said, I need to run a business is the most relatable role play move. 100%. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, um, uh, also, I believe minus uh, 42, if, if the timing on this went right, you're the one who suggested Lucius Ali for the name of the page boy. Thank you very much. Yes. Uh, for those of you listening to the podcast or planning on listening to future or watching future versions of this, follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash nonproductive. It's a little bit more interactive than on the Facebook group. Um, but yes, it is an incredibly relatable mood. Uh, and <laughs> I am excited to find out what happens. Uh, I think we're we're pretty much at the end of our hour. Let's wrap up. Special thank you to all our patrons. Uh, you folks keep the lights on and keep hey, hey, I'm one of the patrons. Uh, thank you very much. Patreon.com <laughs> forward slash nonpro. Uh, if you'd like to chip in uh, and be part of a really lame graphic that pops up on the screen about five minutes too late. Uh, other than that, I think, yeah, we, we know what's going to happen next week. We're going to be playing at eight o'clock Eastern time. The most original, most evocative game of how do I run my live events management business <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> in these troubling times. Featuring <laughs> cowboys and washed up 80s uh, glam rockers. Yeah. <laughs> Everything you need for a vampire baby shower. Yeah. So. God, vampire baby shower. Is it too late to rename this game? <laughs> <laughs> it is never Hashtag too late. Vampire baby shower. I like that I you said it. vampire baby shower. Uh, baby shower, but more terrifying. Yes. <laughs> baby showers are pretty terrifying. See, here's the thing. When you were going to describe it, I was like, you know, I feel like this is like a baby shower kind of thing. <laughs> and then you went right there. So I'm yeah. glad we're all on the same. Theme yes, thing. absolutely. This is this is the world of darkness. This is <laughs> vampire right, baby shower. Everybody, we love doing this, and we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, uh, yes, I guess download the podcast, subscribe if you're listening to this in podcast land. I guess you would have already subscribed. So we need nothing from you except for the Patreon thing that we definitely. Yeah. Do. <laughs> you don't know they could just be trying it out. So please subscribe. Oh yeah, yeah that's too. All this right. This is so actually a really good. We should really be pitching. This is the perfect place for people to jump on. Like, yes, yeah. uh, podcast oh, listeners. Yeah. All welcome. right, this is awesome. okay. Maybe I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, like <laughs> review. Uh, five star. Like, comment. That'd be great. Like, comment, and subscribe. Uh, join our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> welcome to the new arc. If you are enjoying the comedy stylings, uh, feel free to listen to our space adventure as well yes. uh that one starts with episode one uh yeah. <laughs> also and uh, now you, you get to see watch, our beautiful uh, faces kindred the embraced with alex just hit him up on oh, Twitter. actually like legit uh, we, should, I would do, watch we should party alex can we do yeah. can we like make that as a patron goal for the season like <laughs> if, will. is do a watch yeah. party of the first Absolutely. episode of this together or we will watch that... the embrace with you yeah number we're putting it up Next week, it'll be there. No, legit. We should do through All the right. Twitch, through the Discord and Twitch channel. We should definitely stream something. That'd be great. I love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. Hey there. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Dungeon Not Included. If you did, please tell a friend and leave us a five-star review and encouraging comments on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts. It really does help spread the word for new shows like ours. You can follow the latest from the Dungeon Not Included crew on Twitter at DNI Crew and over at Facebook at Dungeon Not Included or at our home on the Nonproductive Network at non-productive.com forward slash DNI Crew where you can find articles, character sheets, and Patreon exclusives as well as our latest episodes. Thanks! This has been a non-productive media presentation. Executive producer, Frank Hablawi. This program and many others like it on the Non-Productive Network is distributed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License. Please share it, but ask before trying to change it or sell it. For more information, visit non-productive.com.